So I hope those of you who are listening on Anchor enjoyed my intro to the podcast with Marilyn Manson. Sweet, sweet dreams are made of these. You are about to embark on some true scary stories from Massachusetts. Warning or trigger warning. This is not for the tenderhearted. This is not for people who get scared easily. And if you have an overactive imagination, please stop listening now and just wait for the next episode. And if you do have an overreactive uh, imagination and you like to hear scary stories and you like to not be able to sleep, keep listening so that you could be stuck with all your lights open. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Doug, what's up? Not much. Are you ready to hear some scary stories from Massachusetts? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to eat some Roman noodles in a minute. Waiting on them to cool. And the fireworks to accompany it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing nothing scary about Roman noodles. There was one firework that scared the living crap out of me for a second. I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I wasn't even expecting it. <laughs> well, I just went in favor of you back. Awesome. Awesome. I don't know uh, what happened. Because I think the favorites thing, it says other, you, uh, other user profile favorite or whatever it says. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you're ready, let me know. Um, yep. So the title, the title of this podcast is called "Tales from Massachusetts," not for the tender-hearted and scared. Not for the weak-hearted. No, oh, no, no, no. I gave them a trigger warning. I said, "Look, before you even go further into this podcast, this is going to be some real scary stuff, and it's going to have you probably stuck with your light on or something." I'm just going to have you wondering, like, hmm, what I, if? I told some scary <laughs> stories in my last podcast, too. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell a fake, like, a fake scary story on the fly. But I feel yeah. like it's best when it comes from, like, real, true experience. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with one of the earliest scary things that I remember happening to me when I was younger. Um, So back in like 1998, actually 1995, I was five years old and I was living in a very rough part of Boston, Massachusetts. And it was called um, Mattapan. Now, I don't know. It was just a really hot city. There was a lot going on. I lived on River Street. That was like a corner street. Um, by the time we moved out of that place, by the way, a car had ran into the house that we lived on. Damn. Yep. Right. A year after we moved out of there. So perfect timing that we left. Oh yeah. Talk about damn. That was some pretty bad stuff. Talk about how aggressive and very rough it was living there in 1995. 
So I experienced my first encounter with sleep paralysis for the first time ever. I had no idea what that was. Um, I was once again, just five and a half years old, I guess. So, you yeah. know, prior to that incident happening, I was bouncing up and down on my mom's queen size bed, just jumping up mm-hmm. and down, bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Then I got yeah. sleepy and I laid down. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden I realized I couldn't move, but I was awake, but I couldn't move. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I've what? had a similar experience like that. Yo, yo, that shit is scary. And so yeah, like, I'm really hearing is. everybody around me and I can't turn around to see who it is. And it sounds like people I've never heard before, like a bunch of scary no. voices. And I'm like, Whoa. what happened to me? <laughs> yeah, that's that's nuts. What happened to me was one one day I was laying in bed and I don't know if this is something to do with my CP because I have cerebral palsy as well. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know if there's something to do with my CP. But every once in a while, I'll get this feeling in my head like when 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 something's about to happen. Like if I'm about half asleep, half awake, this weird shiver like goes through my brain and it's like whoa. And then it gets you stuck in your sleep, right? Yeah, that's what and I'm exactly like. I can't move, it and it's so scary, dude. It's like, what the fuck? I thought that was just me. It was like that shivering, glo- like a yes! shattering cold yes! feeling you get on your head, and it yes! spreads like, everywhere Ugh. and it goes down. And, like, and it's scary, dude. It's just like, what the hell? Yes, yeah, some serious stuff. Um, so you know. Fast forward to 20-something years later, I you know, was in college at the time, this time around, and I was told to do a research paper on something. And so yeah. I did. I did research on sleep paralysis. Mm. And my professors looked at me like I had 50 heads, like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this subject head on. And by the way, I yeah. did really well. I passed the test with like an A plus, straight up. <laughs> Dang, that's cool. Hell yeah! So I was very daring, and I still am very daring and ballsy about these things. And yeah. so um, I did the research paper, and it pretty much answered everybody's questions about sleep paralysis and what happens in your brain. I mean, it's not like something is really there to scare you, but that shit will scare you real good. (laughs) It'll scare you really bad, having you feel like there's something there. Um, Part of my background. Yeah, and you you get this feeling like, okay, am I going to wake up? Right, like you're never going to get out of there again. You like jerk awake and you're like, (gasps) what the hell? Usually when that's finished happening, I get off that bed so fast. But... Through my research, it says don't don't get up and stay awake after that because that can disturb your sleep. So the best thing to yeah. do when you have these episodes is to keep sleeping. Just sleep in a different position. Yeah. Most people, most the thing that the sleeping position that could trigger sleep paralysis is sleeping on your back. But we all know now that sleep paralysis can get you wherever you sleep. It can get you. It's also called the. Uh... Old it's also known syndrome. as the old hag syndrome. Yep. Yeah, or the soul slapper. Like, yo. But I know now what triggers my episodes is when I'm very tired and I have extreme fatigue or disturbed sleep patterns. I don't know patterns. what triggers me. So it can happen really to anybody. Happen. 
very rare moments, but I get them sometimes every now and then when I'm, but like I said, it triggers. And you just shiver. It's just like, mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's scary. It's like you, it's like your brain just moves. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's nuts. It really is. It's like you can't, you can't do anything about it and you feel helpless and yeah. it becomes very difficult to and, breathe and your breathing is restricted. That, yeah. Um, and, so, and one night I was asleep and I, and I woke up and literally screamed, fuck no. And my girlfriend's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and, oh, no, I think I screamed, oh shit. Mm, usually the only noise that people could make is like a small grunting, crying noise. And they just better hope someone hears them and wakes them up. Like the well, maybe that... it's not sleep paralysis that gets me. Then maybe it's something else. I don't know. Uh, well, if you get that feeling that something's like like a like a cold ice feeling on your brain, like in your head type feeling, yeah, yep, that yep. goes down your spine and it spreads all over your body almost. It must. I don't know. Must be something combined with sleep paralysis. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was my first real experience, like true, real scary experience with sleep paralysis. And sometimes people say they feel like something is poking them really hard, like Mm -hmm. something is digging into their side. I get that feeling sometimes, too. Oh, yeah. Well, look, leave this up because I'm going to go eat real fast and I'll be right back. All right, cool. That'll be like part one. All right, cool. I mean, like, you can leave the call on, because I'm going to be back. All right, cool. So, guys, what you just heard was the part one storytelling with Douglas Couch, um, fellow Virilian from another platform. Um, We decided to come together on here and tell some short stories, uh, well, short, real scary stories that has happened with both of us, Um, mainly because, you know, I grew up in Massachusetts, so a lot of my experiences with scary things have happened in Massachusetts, and so Douglas will be telling some stories from where he is, and, you know, we'll let you guys decide if you want to continue listening to the scary stories and oh I didn't want to forget to thank all of my podcast listeners on Anchor and iTunes and Google Podcasts and Spotify, Pocket Cast Downcast and um, Radio Cast all of the podcasts I can't even name them all oh my gosh I would be here forever so thanks guys for tuning in and um, yeah scary stories I hope we scared you from the very start of this podcast all the way through hey what's up not much I just tried to call you and it's still acting stupid I don't even know what the hell that's about to be honest I don't know um, and it seems to work fine for you every time. I, I, I honestly, I can't even begin to tell you what's up with that. Oh, did you check your faves list? Am I back there? 
Yes, you're back on. And I saw your message. And yeah. so I guess, you know, if you want, you could. I mean, I guess if you want, you can tell a story because I want to use this um, story time as part of the podcast, if that's cool. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm going to tell several stories, actually. So the first story takes place in my house. So I'm sitting on my couch, just got off the phone with my friend. And I guess I was worried about her because she had to cross train tracks. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear a train. You know, so I go out my back door and listen really hard, and there's no train. So I go sit back down on the couch, and here he comes again. Even louder. And... So I'm sitting there, and by this time, I'm like, okay, what the actual hell is going on? So then, I'm still sitting there, and I hear it again. So then, I get up, and I start walking, and it gets louder. And I'm just like, whoa. So it gets louder, and louder, and louder, and louder, and louder. So by this time, it's ear splitting. And... (laughs) down the hallway, freaking the fuck out, just, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, you know, and, and, but, and I, I run into the bedroom, and just, it just stops, and I'm just like, what the hell? Mm. So, yeah, that was my first scary story, um, so, second scary story, um, my aunt had told us this story about these kids who had uh, burned to death. Oh my god. Because they were playing with gasoline and matches in a barrel. Oh, that's bad. So, anyways, so she tells us the story. So they leave. I'm playing a video game. And then finally, I just was tired. So I go lay down on the bed. And mind you, I sleep with noise. So, I have my TV on. So I start hearing somebody go, Help! 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 And I'm like, what the hell? Damn. So, so then, I hear it again. Help! 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 And then, then I start smelling smoke. What the heck? There's nothing on fire around here. Why am I smelling smoke? You know, just uh-huh. keep sniffing like that. And I was like, okay. And then the big thing was, I felt something hit my bed. Like, Ooh. jump on my bed. Yo, that's scary shit. <laughs> and, 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 and so by that time, I have the radio on and the TV on. And I'm sitting there shaking. I'm just laying there. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I'm going to die. And then, and then. So... That story was that. And then the last story is really scarifying. So, um, I'm at my uncle's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one there. So, I go to take a shower, trip naked, all that stuff. You know. So, I'm in the shower. I'm in the bathroom. 
and I get in the shower, turn on the water, then all of a sudden I just feel this presence just in the room. And it doesn't feel very good. It feels evil. Ah, and it feels like good. it's watching me. It feels like it's staring through me. Like my it's body. watching your nakedness. Oh my goodness. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then I hear something say, Get out if you know it's good for you. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, what the hell? So I did the natural thing. I turned off the water and got the hell on. <laughs> So, I would have ran out too. Hell no. I ran into another room of the house, put on some clothes and chilled and waited for my microphone to get there because that was the day I got my new studio mic. Oh, and by the way, I locked myself out of the house that day. Ah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um. <coughs> so, yeah, those are my scary stories. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I don't know. My hairs would have been on end. Like, and then I've had some pretty weird ones, but they're not. I I think they were just me being freaked out and paranoid. And like, I had this one thing or vision where Johnny Cash tried to kill me of all people, and I'm like, what? And and um, yeah, and dude, it's the weirdest thing, they always happen. When I'm in the bathroom, like, the Johnny Cash thing happened right when I was standing at the toilet about to pee. So, I'm standing there, peeing, and I hear Johnny Cash, I'm gonna kill you. And Johnny Cash is dead, so he can't kill you. So, it's like, what the hell? And I jerked, I jumped, and it was bad. Oh, yeah, definitely. Really scary. I don't know if you can hear the fireworks going on in my background, but they are so hard. They both yeah. they blow so hard, I can feel the vibration in the ground. Wow. It's just like, Jeez. boom. Ah, yeah. The acoustics of it. I can feel it, even though I can't hear it, but I can feel it. Um, every time they burst, I can feel it in the ground, and I'm on the second floor. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. There's some big woofers out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, earlier today... Um, my nephews and nieces were here and we had a cookout and it was really good. Oh, um, nice. It was beautiful. Like we all hung out and it wasn't so nasty and hot like it was the past couple of days. Yeah. And, you know, oh. yeah. So we're all here. We came up here about an hour ago and that's when I started contacting you again about, you know, getting, I thought it was going to be a brilliant idea to do scary stories. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'll share one other scary story um, with everybody listening, all of our Anchor podcast listeners. So, one day, I was in school. Actually, I was in college, and it was a small college. And, um, you know, it wasn't your typical, like, big buildings and stuff like that. It was a college that was on the estate of a mansion. And so the mansion was the main building, the uh, admissions building. And I went to a private school. It was uh, a yeah. college for women. And it had lots of history. It's been a, a women's college since 1920. So it's got some pretty... In Michigan? No, a women's college. Oh, oh, oh. 
a women's college in Massachusetts, and it was the last standing women's college. It's no longer. It's co-ed now. Um, yeah. So, I would say, you know, in the backyard. Oh, in the backyard there was this pond. It seemed like every family that lived there lost a child in that pond. So people stopped living in there because kids kept dying in the pond. It was always killing. It was a, like a pattern of like boys and girls that were just dying. Whoa. And so it was getting really freaky. And so like, you know, like at the time, my eyesight was a, a bit better. I, I always uh. had low vision. I had low vision since birth. And so... Oh, yeah. um to me, I didn't realize there was a pond there because it was so green and nasty that it looked like it was green like the grass. Until yeah. one of my friends told me, she was like, just to let you know, I think that if you can't distinguish the, the, the water from the grass in the back of the school admissions building, don't go there because you can't see too good and we don't want anything to happen to you. She was the only person that looked out for me, was very caring. And, you know, her name was Miracles. Um, very you cool girl. Another death. <laughs> I know, right? Especially one of someone who's blind. Um, at the time, I wasn't using a cane like I should have, but I didn't have access to these services. So that's a whole separate story. <laughs> um, uh, I so, don't use my cane. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do now because I had experienced more vision loss, even more, a bigger mm-hmm. vision loss. But we're not talking about being blind. We'll talk about the yeah. scary shit that's happening on campus. So one day there was yeah. some alleged story going on about this like girl that people kept seeing on the pathway to the dorms at a certain hour of the night from the student building to the dorm uh, dormitory spaces on a pathway. It was kind of like a swirly pathway. And when you walk down that pathway, you always felt like something scary was going to come out and get you from the woods. Sweet. Yeah, I was like, yo, why do I have to run every time I walk down there and I feel like something's going to get me? Turns out I wasn't the only one that felt that way. It was a bunch of other girls that were feeling like that. So there was a group of girls that said they were walking down the alley and they saw something really white and glowing. And it was a a spirit of the girl that died in the pond. And as they walked closer... The thing ran towards them. What? They freaking booked it. Yo, they fucking booked it. They darted. All of them ran so fast. They left their damn wigs behind, standing in the air. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet so. I was like, look, I don't doubt you. I didn't see it. I don't want to see it. But, yo. Um, no. It was pretty the bad. The interesting thing that happens to me is people are like, oh, since you can't see ghosts, do you hear them? And I was like, no, and I hope I don't ever start. Mm-mm. Ah, man, for the longest time uh, from, like, okay. Hmm? Oh, no, go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Because cause, cause if I start hearing ghosts, oh, boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Too daggone scary. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, from the time I was eight till like I was 13, I think I was able to hear that stuff. But I yeah. I promise I was not looking forward to that. I was very oh, yeah. miserable from the age of eight to 13 for a while. 
Um, so basically what had happened was when we moved to a new house in Boston, yeah. Yeah. um, we were there and I guess it was like a new, like a new space or something. Um, and so every night I laid down in my bed, I would hear something whisper my name. Uh-uh. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? So I'm like, hold up. I know I'm not hearing that. Yo, yo, what the what? fuck is going on? So the first time yeah. that shit happened, I ran. I ran out of my room. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, yeah, we're sharing beds. <laughs> I was like, Mom, we're sharing beds. Fuck that shit. Um, so she she was like, look, you ain't going to be sleeping in my room every fucking night. You about to go to your bed. Every mama, time I was in there. There's a ghost trying to kill me, mama. Every time I was in that room by myself at night, I would hear it. It would do the exact same whisper. It got so bad to the point where I was not even able to focus at school. And I would tell my teacher, I told my teacher, I was like, hey, Mr. Kelly, there's something at home I need to talk to you about. And I told him, I was like, uh, there's a ghost in my house and it keeps calling my name every time I sleep. And so he thought, oh, you're just crazy. And so I really of had to... People do. They're like, oh, you're just crazy. I know, right? So I, I had to go to a psychologist. Only went to an appointment one time. The psychologist was like, don't ever make your daughter come here again. She's not crazy. Maybe there is something in the house. And because of her disabilities, it makes her more susceptible to these things. Don't, Thank you. Don't do that to your kids. That is not nice. And tell the doctors, stop it. And I'll write a note to the school and tell the school, stop that as well. You're, tra- you're mm-hmm. traumatizing the kid. Maybe you should listen to them. And so we never went back there again. And it got to the point where one day my, my brother now started experiencing it. But it was worse. He was laying in bed and he thought he saw somebody standing over him. Whoa. Okay. It took for more people. It it took for more people to start experiencing problems to realize I was not going out of my mind. My mom was like, okay, fine. We're going to smudge the house. We're going to get it out. And indeed, it actually was something in there. Um, it was in the it was in the room that I was in, and it would go from my room to my brother's room, and it would mess with us at night. Um, and so it was very it was evil. Do you, do you, do you think it was evil? Yes, it do was. You think it was? Hmm. It was because like people would put stuff down and find it missing. Well, not not see that's the thing. Not all ghosts are evil. I don't know what the heck it was, but whatever. If you can't see it, don't mess with it. Because if it can see you oh, and you and can't see it. Because we can't see it all. <laughs> Leave that shit alone. Make it get out. It's your house yep. now. It has to get out of your shit. Um, it's got to get the fuck out. So mm-hmm. that was my very... It, I felt like I was going to be miserable for the rest of my life. And oh, yeah. after they did a house cleansing... Um, there was like a big wind that went through the house and it left. So we had to open all the windows for it to get out. Whoa. It was a cold gust Whoa, of wind crazy. in the summertime. You said wind. The wind started blowing out here. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh, shit. 
No, it's a plane. Oh, a yeah. plane flying over the house. Okay. Whoa. It was like it was like in the middle of summertime. It seems like every summer there was always something weird happening. Um, oh yeah. And I call it summer madness. You know, crazy. So that mm-hmm. happened. And it was like a it was like a winter cold breeze that went through, and it was like hot as heck. And that's when you knew it was gone, and everything was under control from then on. Oh yeah. Um, and still, I I don't I'll never forget that ever. I did a fake, I did a celebrity ghost story parody on YouTube. So if you look up ghost celebrities from Boston, that's me. <laughs> Oh wow! I, love I did that, that show. That show was cool. It was a good Celebrity show. Ghost stories. Yeah. yeah, that was my shit. And then there's and then there's my ghost stories too. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh yeah, dude! I tell you, it was pretty damn bad. I felt like it was never going to leave me alone. But I mean, we were kids. Like, what did we do to get that? We didn't. So deserve this that. all started. This after I went and posted that thing on Vilroth about supernatural experience. So I went mm. on the hunt for a ghost story podcast and I found one too. It's mm. called Real Ghost Stories Online. So go check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I am definitely gonna check that out. Um whew. I mean I'm an I'm definitely an adult now. I'm near thirty years old. And so yeah. basically what my mother told me was, she's like, because of your blindness and your deafness, you're more susceptible to things. So you can't just go anywhere just like anybody else does. Like, you know how regular sighted people or people, just normal people in general could just go wherever they want and nothing, they won't yeah. feel anything. I can't do that. I got to always be careful. Uh, so if I move into a new house, I have to do a house blessing and a cleansing before I put yeah. any items in there from now on. I That's not bad. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Because I know what it is now. It's just yeah. susceptible. <laughs> Sensitive. Yeah. Uh, so maybe these stories weren't terribly scary, but true experiences that may have people thinking a little bit like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we are definitely nearing 20 minutes now exchanging stories. Um, but if you want, we can do a break and then come back up again for some more story time in like a few minutes, if that's cool. I mean, it's whatever you want to do. I'm cool with whatever. All right, cool. I can't call you because for whatever reason, it won't fucking work. All right, cool. So I'm going to give you a call in a couple of minutes. All right. Talk soon. Yep. Yep. So, everyone, I hope you enjoyed or were hmm, left wondering after hearing stories between me and Douglas Couch uh, telling some true scary stories about things that happened while we were growing up and some of the unbelievable adventures and challenges we have faced 
with scary stories and tales from Massachusetts. If you have any stories or personal experiences that you would like to share that happened to you or someone you know, or if you have some fictional stories that you would like to share, um, you can leave it and you can, you know, tell us a little bit about your story in a review on Apple iTunes podcast, or you can visit us here on Anchor and send us a message and we will include your story in the next episode when we come back together. Have a great time, guys.